Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Oh man, here we go again. Up early, feed the dog, out the door, traffic, at the office, boss in some kind of mood today, no time for lunch, annoying coworker, no time to relax, bedtime. Then we gotta do it all again? Uh, no way. Because the best way to break up the mundane every day is to play. At Wild Rose Casino and Resort, slots, tables, sports, and a whole lot of perks when you join and play with your club wild card. So, let's play. Wild Rose Casino and Resort, Clinton. Hawkfanatic.com is brought to you by Patrick Eads and his staff at Mormon Trek at Deary Brothers Ford Lincoln. Steve Anderson. My mouthpiece, Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars. DT Car and his great crew at Supel Siding and Remodeling. Supel's Flowers, the home of 1-800-800-ROSE. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, 101 South Dubuque Street, downtown Iowa City. Premier Automotive in North Liberty. The Oxyoke Inn and the Amanas. Player Sports Bar and Grill downtown. Henry's Painting and Dr. Lance Forbes Diamond Dental in Cedar Rapids. Here's Tom Suter and Pat Hardy from hawkfanatic.com. Thank you for that wonderful introduction. Heartfelt, informative, hard-hitting, groundbreaking. Did I miss anything? Hunter said you guys have been kicking it this morning. He said it's one of the best shows ever. I just saved your life. How? I uh, put that chair back so the back wouldn't fall when you lean back. Well, that's good of you. So you gave me and a. Now function. he wants to buy new chairs. That chair is a pos. I don't ever. I don't ever lean back much. So yeah. you basically are saying you've done something by giving me a functioning chair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But Hunter said you guys have set a high bar today. We set some kind of a bar. Said, I yeah. don't know how high. He said you've just there been was, on a roll. Yes. Uh, so yeah. we got something. Yeah. We got something we got to live up to. <laughs> Well, I'm sure this first call will do yeah. just yeah, that. Yeah, I think the, didn't the Cubs win last night? <laughs> well, let's see. Lord only knows. Hello. <laughs> yes, the Cubs won last night. All right. And I go. got to see an immaculate inning. Oh, okay. Nine pitches, nine, nine strikes. Nine pitches, huh? nine, nine strikes. Nine pitches, three strikeouts. Wow, go Cubs! That's happened twice this week. <laughs> I'm actually. telling you, man, if this season went through to November, the last time that happened with the Cubs was 18 years ago. I mean, if this season went to November, I would like the Cubs' chances of rebounding. They're playing better They'll ball. Switch well, over to basketball. To pull new pitchers in. Yeah, they're playing and better. And they're doing a fairly good job. Yeah, go Cubs. But how long are they going to do a fairly good job? Well, it's Who almost knows? over, so the misery will end soon. And then <laughs> and then the optimism for the next season Yeah, begins. then you just call in and say how great you think the Cubs are going to be next season. Well, you always have to have hope, you know. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the White Sox are trying to hope, but they were swept by the Guardians. Well, the White Sox suck, and none of us like the White Sox besides Tommy, and he's not here right now, right? Right, so let her rip. Let her rip. Who who cares about the White Sox? (laughs) Well, people that root for them. Yeah, but who cares about them? These are Cubs fans. My brother went in to buy his um, playoff tickets, and he didn't pay much attention to it. He ended up with club seats, and uh, he's paid for the whole strip, and he paid $7,000. $7,000. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so he says if they go all the way, he's going to be out some money. But if wow. they don't, then what they do is they take that and put that on to next year's tickets. <laughs> so either way, 7000 is gone. So, wow. Well, yeah, either way. I'd pay for a couple of It'll be gone on to next year's tickets or, wow. or for the playoffs. But he says, I didn't notice they were club seats. But he said, they'll be good seats. So didn't he think that it was kind of pricey? <laughs> oh, do, what does my brother do? He doesn't think. <laughs> he's supposed to have money to burn. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has a lot more than I do. Well, he's got a lot <laughs> less now than he did yesterday. <laughs> yeah. he's, a, he's an ex-lawyer, so. Oh, okay. All right. This is pocket change for him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway. So I'll, I'll what tell do we you. Figure out for tomorrow. I. It's going to be a basketball on grass, Karen. I'm sticking to my five to two, Iowa. Five to two. Yep. What's that? Uh, some um, safety, couple of safeties, and a field goal. You got it, Karen. So we're we're sticking with the special teams. I've got Iowa winning on a 55-yard field goal in the closing seconds <laughs> by the freshman. Well, that sounds great. You know what? I'll take it. I mean, I'm sure Kirk would too. Yeah, yeah. and I'm I'll only half joking. I'm I only don't half care joking. How it is, I'll take a win. I mean, I if it's more than if there's more than 30 points scored in this game, I will be surprised. You know, and if I were a betting man, which I am not, as far as betting on sporting events, I would bet a ton of money on the under. It's yeah, at 34. The, 34 and a half. The last I checked. What's the um, point spread? Seven and a half in favor of Iowa. I would maybe take Rutgers on that too. That's eight points could be a. I don't know. Like I said, of my score, I have Rutgers covering that point spread. Yeah. So do you actually? Don't you? Seventeen. Seventeen ten. Yeah, yeah, I do. Karn, do you need a drink of water? Are you okay? Oh, I always get this way when I talk to you guys. <laughs> we choke you up. So you get verklempt. <laughs> you choke me out. We're like a virus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's have a good day. All right, Karn. And Karn. Then, uh, tomorrow let's win. All right. Well, it sounds good. Like a good plan. Right. Go, Thank you, Karn. Go get some either water or yeah. oxygen or yeah. both. Something. Yeah. COVID Karn. No. She had, didn't she? She did. I yeah. mean, everyone, well, you, you, you've had it and Karn has had it. I think I may have had it. You didn't have it. Hunter hasn't had it. Well. But didn't Karn actually have it? Yeah. Didn't her brother have it yeah. too? I never tested for it. But you think you may have had it? Well. I mean, that's what I was saying. The, Karn and The Super doctor Bowl. just brought it up. The other day, because I went in there, I'm having like a dizzy thing, and the doctor brought it up and said, well, you, you might have had it. I said, well, I tested it. I tested Iowa. I tested at home. But unless you tested and, like every day for, you never know. Yeah, yeah my sister but you tested was, positive. You tested positive, but so didn't Karn, too? I'm not I sure th- about Karn. I thought she had, too. But maybe well, I'm when not. I was sick, though, then this would be like a long-term. I don't think I had it. Yeah, who knows? Well, you, and Pat, you think you 
kind of did. Well, I had something way back in yeah. February of 2020 that just kept me on the couch for five days with a runny nose. Yeah, that sounds real suspicious. And I didn't. I didn't do anything. I mean, I didn't even eat. And then you, after not to be gross, after a while you quit going to the bathroom because you're not. I mean, I, it was just yeah. I had no will to do anything, uh-huh. and it never got worse than that. Though I just that's what made me think that was either a w- weird virus. It was something, and that was right when COVID was. Yeah. 2020, February 2020, that was right when it was starting. So, yeah, I may have had it then. And and you've you've gotten your shot, right? Have you got your shot yet? Yeah, yeah uh, two days ago. Okay, I haven't gotten mine yet, but I had my last one on April 10th. I looked it up. So six months from April 10th is what my – they want you to wait – people like me, they want yeah. you to wait at least six months. So I'll get mine, what, mid-October? Yeah. yeah. That's about when I'll do mine. And I Can you get flu and COVID at the same time? Yes, yes I did. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I Hello. That's the way I did it the last well, time. I was going to Yes, I had it. Remember, my brother from Cleveland That's right. That's, that's what that's I thought. Right. That's what I yeah. thought. Okay. All right. Thanks. All right, Carl. Okay. Yep. Right now, I just took a drink and I'm fine. All right. So, of what? What did so, you take a drink anyway, of? Goodbye. Goodbye. So he yeah. gave her COVID, yeah. and maybe he'll give her some of those box seats so she can watch some some playoff baseball. There you go. Just seven thousand to burn. Man, that's a chunk. Did you get him advertising on this show. <laughs> Karn's retired lawyer brother. This segment brought to you by uh, Karn's retired lawyer brother. <laughs> when you do, you dream of that, Captain. Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, but no, I'm sticking to the five to two, only half joking, but. It, I mean, I would not be surprised if this was like seven to six after I'm reading not the shocked. stats. I mean, I, it was amazingly as I gave Iowa the edge at at um, wide receiver. Rutgers' top receiver has a hundred yards. Their second receiver has fifty six, and it's that Eric Cruikshank who uh-huh. transferred from Wisconsin. There, and I gave Rutgers the edge at quarterback, even though they may be using their third stringer. I mean, I don't know how you really can give Iowa the edge at quarterback under any circumstances. Well, you can't And I'm not, I'm not convinced those other two – I think one of those other two are going to play. Shiano's playing it perfectly. He's playing it all the way to the game time, it sounds like. He says they're both questionable, so we'll see. If Wimsat plays, that's huge because, you know, he's got over 100 yards rushing. Yeah, he's got, he got can some move. wheels. Well, he's a fourth – Four-star, former four-star dual, and he's a dual, legitimate dual-thread quarterback. He would change the complexion. Vedro, I, you know, he's got experience. I haven't with, been impressed with but him. But I've never really been that years. impressed with him. And, and the Simon kid, he's 6'3", 205. He's played some. He's not completely raw. But I still gave Rutgers the edge because Simon's got a little better stats, and Spencer has yet to really do anything yet to say that he's an advantage over another quarterback. The only advantage you give Petrus is experience. experience. But some of that's yeah. bad experience. Well, that too. I mean, there was a narrative being pushed at Media Day Tuesday that Petrus plays better on the road. Part of that's because he had his best game against a terrible Maryland Maryland defense. team last he year. He threw for 265, I think. That was his best. Maryland's terrible on defense. But I will tell you that that game was so much fun. We were there. Yeah, it was 51 to 14. Seats. It was 51 to 14. Half oh, man. The stadium was, was half empty, wasn't it? It was awesome, yeah. And it was cooking beforehand, man. They were sensing blood, and unfortunately, the blood that was shed was theirs. Who was sensing blood? The Maryland crowd. Wasn't the stadium half empty? No. Maryland doesn't draw very well. No, it was a good crowd. But it wasn't full. They never sell out at Maryland. No, but it was raucous. I mean, Maryland, really, because Maryland is not known for its atmosphere at all. And all the media people I talk to say it's just really dull there. It was, it was fun. But that was because Iowa won 51 to 14. Yes. Me you look perplexed. Me, yeah, I am. Jim? Yes? Mediacom went from 211 to 256. Yep. 
Why? My bill so goes, that's a 20% hike. My bill goes up every year. That's just life with Mediacom. It's a 20% hike. I have no idea why. I haven't done in. I have no idea why. But yeah, they're supposed to have a scarlet, a scarlet out. What I, I mean, no offense to you, I'm sure that experience. Maryland and Rutgers aren't known for their crowds. If Iowa can't handle a Maryland or Rutgers crowd, I don't think that's even. An, I'm not worried at all about the scarlet out or whatever. The stadium doesn't hold much. Fifty. I mean, we're talking about Iowa playing at Penn State. I mean, Maryland and Rutgers, as far as atmosphere, that should not even be a factor at all. And it wasn't last year. I just remember seeing that Maryland game and just seeing big swaths of empty seats as Tyler Goodson's running on that long screen pass for a touchdown. Was that a Friday night game? Yes, I yeah. believe it was. That could have been part of the reason it was raucous because a lot of students were there and probably drunk, but also could have been part of the reason there were some empty seats there too. Well, the the ends there were a fair amount of empty seats. Yeah, in they the were basically. Zones. Yeah, it wasn't a sellout. And no. what, um, Maryland but, normally, or uh, Rutgers normally, has 29,000. They're going to have more than that, I think, for this. But I, some, a lot of attention has been focused on the big scarlet out or whatever they're calling yeah. it. They're gonna, I just don't. I'm not that worried about the – if Iowa loses, it's not going to be because of the atmosphere. They're going to lose because the offense is, no, continues to be dysfunctional. And you can take the air out of that balloon in a hurry, just like they did last yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, I mean – Nebraska's atmospheres, I mean, they suck, their team, but the fans, at least for the first half of games, Nebraska fans are incredible. They come back every time and act like everything's going to be fixed in this next game, and then by halftime they realize, man, we still suck, and then they start to uh, splinter away and what have you. But, I mean, as far as atmospheres, I mean, Ohio State, I mean, Michigan has got a hundred-some thousand, but it's kind of, it's just kind it's of tranquil very, up there. It, it is. Because of the way the stadium's built. The fans are so far away from the field. Penn State's in Penn State's brutal. Ohio State's brutal because you're usually getting your ass handed to you, and then the fans add on to that. Um, but there's really, I mean, Purdue, Indiana, Illinois, Rutgers, Maryland. Northwestern. Northwestern. That's six teams. That's six atmospheres that are really nothing. Yeah. That really are. I mean, I mean, Illinois. They had a decent, and Minnesota ain't all that either. No, but at it's least better than it's better. But it only holds fifty some thousand. Yeah. So, but um, I know Illinois. I mean, I know Chattanooga's not much, but they were undefeated last night. And Illinois just destroyed them and just ran all over them. I mean, what was the final? Last I looked, it was forty-one-seven in like the beginning wow. of the fourth quarter. And Chase Brown had like 30 yards in like the first minute of the game when I was watching. It was just all over the place. But they're 3-1 and one now. They should be 4-0. The fact that they lost to Indiana. But maybe that will make this team better. But they're coming. Illinois is coming on. No, I mean, that's going to be anything but a gimme. I didn't there. have bread in my – I mean, actually, I think back. I did my five coaches. I don't know if we talked about this. 31 to nothing. I thought it was – I thought I read where it was 41-7 to seven in the third quarter. Maybe I yeah. – this is thirty-one. Yeah, thirty-one. Mm. Nothing. But the well, um, that's a whitewashing. I didn't have um, Brett in my top five because to me, to make Brett an option for Iowa again, he has to win at Illinois. I would think. Oh, for and sure. It's too early. I mean, for he sure. failed at Arkansas. I know. I think if Brett wanted Illinois and Iowa offered him, he would leave Illinois. I've had some people. I do too. Lateral move. Yeah, it's a lateral move in some sense, um, but I think he would leave. But. The people that I have on that list, I had Mark Stoops. I mean, Kentucky's ranked eighth. Yeah. They won 10 games last year. They're undefeated again this year. They've beaten Florida back-to-back -back years for the first time since the 70s. Dave Clawson, 
I mean, he's the ACC reigning coach of the year. Their offense finished fourth in the country last year. Wake Forest has been on a roll. No, they've been then I had solid. to put the I, th- I had to put the two Iowa assistants on there because I think you just have to. Lavar Woods and Phil Parker. Um, and then my fifth one, I took a shot because Lance Leopold's still early with, but what he's doing at Kansas is really impressive. It is. It's really impressive. Now he's not young. He's my age. But I wrote this thing kind of like thinking things if they happen in the next one to three years because it's too hard to look at anything beyond that. And somebody, uh, I've had some people say, well, you know, I think you should have focused more on young up and cuppers like Kirk and Hayden were when they got here. Hayden was 50 when he coached yeah. in his first game. Yeah. He wasn't an up and comer. I mean, but so it'll be interesting to see. And I wasn't <laughs> suggesting that Kirk should retire or anything. It's just made for interesting conversation. And fortunately, it drove a ton of traffic, too. People are interested in stuff like yep, that. Yeah, they are. Mark Stoops, though, would be my if, like, right side. Let's say Kirk decided, you know, I'm done. I'm done after this year. Mark Stoops would be who I would go after first. Because uh, um, I think. Uh, that would be the first call I think for he me. would leave Kentucky. And if you get Mark Stoops, you get Bobby too. Bobby will start hanging out at Iowa a lot more. A lot. Some people have asked me why not Bob. Well, Bob's sixty-two. Yeah. So the age thing's definitely a factor with Bob. But I don't think Bob wants to be a college. He's coaching in the XFL. He said he could have gotten any of these jobs that have opened up recently in mm-hmm. college. He could have probably gotten the USC job over in Lincoln Riley if he wanted. Bob doesn't seem. To want now, there's some Iowa fans that are convinced that he's waiting for Kirk to retire. I don't. I don't think I so. Don't think so. I just don't think so. Not at that age. Not no. at that age, and not with the amount of money he has, and not with all the different stuff he's doing. But if Mark took the job, Bob would be here a lot more. I think. I think. I mean, the Stoops family would become part of Hawkeye football again. Hello. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. morning, Pat. What do you think about Chuck Long? As a, as the head coach. I mean, he's Chuck Long, so he would get consideration. Chuck's problem is it didn't work out for him at San Diego State. He was a head coach for three years, and it did not work out. You still there? And he was – was he the offensive – oh, yeah. Was he the offensive coordinator for um, Oklahoma? What did he do at Oklahoma? I'm sorry. He was a quarterback coach and offensive yeah. coordinator. Yeah. Then he left for San Diego State to be okay. the head coach. No, I'm a and huge – I, I love Chuck. Yeah. Chuck's I'm a big great. fan of Chuck Chuck Longs. I just don't know if he's got enough. Plus, he's not even in the business now. He's not. He, he hasn't been a coach for years. He runs the Iowa Sports That's Foundation, true. right? And Stoops Stoops was and Stoops was the main man under. He was Stoops was the main man of Oklahoma. And Chuck was there, correct? He was the head coach. Yes. Yeah, Stoops was the head coach. Uh, how old? How old is Stoops? How old is sixty two? Sixty two and. Uh, Kirk, how old is he? 67. 67. 67. 67. Yeah, I wonder if he <laughs> You're coming in on a satellite or something. I don't... You're... I am actually, I'm calling from Russia. No, I'll let you guys go have a good <laughs> okay. day. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thanks a lot. That was kind of an odd delay, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if he was responding. No, he was delaying. It wasn't, uh, yeah, I did, yeah. But, yeah, Stoops, Kirk, Kirk was born in 55, August 1st, so he's 67, about 10 years away from being president if he so chooses. Uh, and 15, let's be honest. Yeah. 82, yeah. <laughs> Good. Could happen. You, I mean, that's you in 10 years. Would you run for president? 
Would you run for office at 82? I wouldn't run for office again if, if my life depended run on it. Run here in town, third time's a charm. <laughs> three strikes, you're out? <laughs> yeah, three well, strikes, you go down, you're out. Go down in the corner of Highway 6 in Riverside and begging for votes. You don't want money, you want votes. <laughs> Have voter registration cards, hand them out to the people at the stoplights. Go hang up, walk up and down Southgate looking for votes. You do that? No. You're not going to do that? No, I didn't. It wasn't... It wasn't a pleasant experience the first time, and the second time was just humiliating. So, but no, if Brett Bielema, if let's say Illinois goes eight and four this year, that'd be a heck of an accomplishment. And Kirk retired after this year, that would be interesting. I just don't think Iowa would. I don't think Gary Barta. I don't think they would pursue Brett. Maybe I'm wrong. Why? And I don't know. I, I just don't. You think just they don't would. feel they would. I just don't feel they would. Maybe they would. I'm a huge Brett Bielema fan. I if. If Brett wins at Illinois and wanted the Iowa job, I he would immediately be in my top five. Well, you know, uh, I was not a big Bielema fan until we interviewed him a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And, my God, what a passionate... Oh, and I always knew he was like that. I've known him for years, though. Now, that's Brett. No, I was impressed. But don't you agree, though? He's got to win at Illinois. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. it would have been hard to hire Brett after he... Failed at Arkansas. I mean, that would even as though Iowa fans, a lot of them love him. That would be a tough sell. But if he wins at Illinois, then he would definitely. I mean, I'd he'd be on my top five list, maybe near the top if he wins at Illinois. I mean, Brett's what in his early to mid fifties, what have you. So you know, I mean, he um, age to me is not that. I mean, I think it's funny that when people say, well, you know, he's up there. He's in his fifties. So you get up to your 50s, late 50s, you don't have the capacity to run a football program, but you can run, the freaking, country. You can run the freaking country when you're 78 and 80. I mean, I don't get that logic. Is it easier to run the country than it is to run a football team? I would think not. I mean, that logic is just insane. Well, yeah, there's Brett's a 52. lot of people running the country. We only look at There's the a lot of people president. running a football team, too. Have you ever not seen as a, many as the country. Well, I would hope not, but it's a freaking football team. <laughs> have you ever seen a football team support staff? Oh, yeah. That's massive. I, oh, I understand that. They got like eight analysts who just, I mean, they got tons of people. I understand that, but not as many as the country. But well, the, no. But that's just a it's silly comparison. I mean, I don't know if you're trying to be funny or if no, you're actually, That's just a ridiculous comparison. I mean, that you can't. You I compared can't, it to the running the country. I'm comparing to how absurd it is. You're trying to somehow justify it. I mean, there's if you can be 80 and run the pre- country, you can be 60 and run a football yeah, team. Yeah, he's only 52. Saying. And he's 52. So, but people look at that long, okay, he's 52, what will he be? Everyone looks at stuff like five years because of recruiting. You look at everything in a five-year window when you're talking about coaches. If you're 52, you're also going to be in your late 50s. And these some, I mean, Clausen's not young. I will say Clausen and Leopold were both a little older than I thought they mm-hmm. were. I thought they were younger. Were they late 50s? Late 58 and 59. Uh-huh. They're in their prime right now. Phil Parker's 59. Yeah. LeVar Woods is 44. Mark Stoops is 55, I believe. He's not getting any younger either and what have you. But I do, I, I've always found that funny, though, that, I mean, you got Chuck Grassley's 88, going to be a win his next, I'm sure he's probably going to win his Hell next. Oh, yeah. So he can do that, but if you're getting to be 60, you can't run a football team because you're getting a little old. That's just So ridiculous. what you hearing about uh, Nebraska? Anything? No, not really. Well, um, Leopold supposedly said he's not interested. They, uh, I think they've reached out to him. Um, 
and he gave the old, oh, you know, I'm happy where I'm at. But yeah. that doesn't mean anything. No, and I'm not critic. I mean, coaches have a right to go wherever they want. They have a right to say what they need to say publicly. I get all that. But I haven't. But to be honest with you, I haven't really paid much attention either. It's not like I've been Googling Nebraska coaches. No. I really don't care. And if it was my job to care, I'd care. But I don't care And if when it happens. If it involves anyone that's – I mean, I don't think – you think Nebraska's going to go after LeVar Woods or Phil Parker? I don't. I'd, no. My guess is they're going to try to get a somewhat big-name head coach, and I don't think they're going to be able to get as big a name as they would like. I mean, Nebraska fans won Urban Meyer, and that m- momentum was carrying a week ago when game mm-hmm. – when, was it Fox that was there? I just, can't, uh, yeah. I just can't see Urban Meyer being the choice. But if he wants the job, he would get the job. I would think. And I my would guess think is so. if he wanted the job and had let them know by now that he wanted, they would have already announced him. A name floating around in the cosmos is Dave Aranda. Have you heard the, that? His name floats. Yeah, the Baylor coach. His yeah. name floats around for a, a lot of jobs. Why would you leave Baylor for Nebraska? Other than the fact money. conference security and money. Baylor's got a better football program right now. Well, they do. It's not even close. I mean, they're ranked, I mean, Baylor's playing Iowa State this week. I picked Iowa State to win. I mean, Baylor's ranked 17th. Yeah. They're 17th, and Dylan Doyle's one of their best players. And it's at uh, Iowa State. It's in Ames. Right? That's one reason I gave Iowa State a slight edge. But um, Dylan Doyle's, I mean, he's been a main, mainstay for Baylor over the last two years. Well, Linebacker and fullback. That juggernaut Nevada team we played plays at Air Force tonight. Yeah, that was the big concern when that game kept dragging on last Saturday. They have a Friday night game. Yeah. And it's conference. That's our conference opener. Mm-hmm. And like the SID said, hey, no knock on Iowa, but next Friday's game means a lot more to us than this. Well, game. sure it does. Yeah. So they, it was that was I thought would be eventually the reason they'd say, okay, Rutger, or Nevada eventually would just say, okay, you know, give us our money, you guys get the win. I thought, and I think had they maybe gone through one more weather delay, I think a fourth weather delay would have done it. I think that would have brought to, brought it to an end. But luckily, it didn't happen. Trying to figure out what I want to. Watch for the 11 o'clock game Saturday, and it's not a great lineup. My nephew just tweeted, wants to know who would win a street fight between Captain Karn and Southern Justin. And fake Ackerman, the four of you. Who, you wins, know, who wins a street fight? Uh, All out brawl, no rules. I would. Would you be dirty? Uh, Southern Justin oh, yeah. would win. No. Because he's... 30 years younger than Steve, 40 uh, years younger than Kara. Hey, Southern Justin, your shoelace is untied. Bam. <laughs> Listen. And we don't know what fake Ackerman looks like. He no. Could, he could be 25. Yeah. He could be uh, 95. Or he could be strapping with muscles and angst. And well, just... he, we think he's a first responder of some kind. Yeah. So he's got to be so in some you'd kind give him of a shape. First respond, you'd kick him in the balls, wouldn't you? When yeah, you oh, looking. yes. That would be no, my first response. Would you fight dirty against Karn? Yes. Because it would have to be a... I... You'd have to have semifinals, you against Karn, and then fake Ackerman. This, okay, last night I go to Midtown for the I saw that. education yep. uh, fundraiser. And I'm sitting there, and there's a table of six in front of us, and I'm facing them. Chance has their back there to them. And this one woman is staring me down. And I mean staring me down. And then she, she wants some of that? She points at me. Did you uh, do this? And... Says to her, bring it on. Well, seriously, she points to me, nudges her uh, uh, woman sitting next to her. Uh, They're both looking at me. Then she turns around to the woman and she makes a fist. (laughs) She wanted wanted to punch you. She wants to punch me. Is that where it ended? (laughs) That's where it ended. Well, what am I going to do? I told Jan, 
And Jan, yeah, I said, just sit down. What would she have done if you'd picked up her check? <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Probably fainted. <laughs> Shut up. Do you think that would have changed? No, that would have just been people that know you. I'm sorry. I'm, it's a joke. So Jan wanted to fight her? Huh? Did well, Jan, Jan was pissed off. Who would have won huh? between the woman with Jan? Have... I said to Jan, oh, come on. She's an old woman. And then I looked at her again and I go, yeah, she's our age. So would Jan have won, do you think? Huh? Uh, I don't know. I've never seen Jan really fight. That would have been hilarious, though, if Jan went over there and just like cleaned her clock. I mean, why would you do that? What did I do? Because you take stands on things. Oh, Jesus. No, you are not universally loved. (laughs) How can you say that? Yeah, at least she didn't come over. Who doesn't and, love me? At least she didn't come over. Well, and bug those two people for one. Well, well at okay. least she didn't come over and bug you. I mean, she just did that and then let yeah. it go. I mean, she could have been making a fist. She could Any, have made a bigger deal out of it. Anybody that takes a stand on anything is going to have enemies. That's all there is to it. And she wants to hit me, Maybe. but she didn't. No, no, she didn't. Was she there for the fundraiser or whatever I you were doing? I don't know. I don't know. We were, I, I don't know. We were up at Polly's last yeah. night with some friends. Yeah. God, I haven't been there in ages. Oh, that really sounds good. good. When I lived on... But sleep. it was jammed. I can't eat until uh, I'm done with my... When do you get your shot? Uh, 2.30. I have my follow-up at 2.45 for my physical from a month ago, but they yeah. said they're, they're not doing anything, so I can... Usually you have to go 8 to 12 hours, yeah. but I... This is just your follow-up to go over your scores or whatever. So you don't have to... I don't have to fast. No. They're this not is the longest up. I've gone in the morning without a Diet Coke. <laughs> Are you getting on the edge? Oh, yeah. I've gone through... <laughs> I've gone three weeks now without regular pop. Yeah. I've just... I've had... All the pop I've had is Diet Pop or Mountain Dew Zero. It's, it's been an adjustment. You getting but used I, to it? I think I'm getting used to it. Yeah, I don't have any craving for regular oh, pop good anymore. For you. That's good. Hello? I don't know if you guys... <clears throat> already mentioned this, but Chuck Long's going to be coaching in the XFL this season. Well, yeah, he's um, didn't he also did it last season for? I, I thought so. Yeah, he did it last season for a while too. Um, yeah, but his main job is that he's the president of the Iowa Sports Foundation. Okay, well, thank no, you. No, no, uh, no argument. <laughs> well, yeah. Oh no, I'm not. I'm just uh, yeah. Uh, we're 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 agreeing with you. <laughs> we're not arguing. <laughs> I just, I just want to say he's still coaching. Okay, good, thanks. Oh, okay, yeah, because I had said, well, what I meant was he's not. He do you think the last? Do you think XFL? No, no, no. Many don't even consider the XFL as. A, uh-uh. as no, a what coaster. I meant is that he hasn't been coaching in a full time capacity for years. Is what I meant. Are they still doing that goofy where all the games are in Birmingham, Birmingham? or whatever it was? Is that the XFL? I don't. I thought I, so. Yeah, like that's I said, the I, XFL. Okay. I don't know if they're still doing it. Probably, it just. I, I don't mean, know how it's making any money. It's well on TV. It's tanking. I well, there's mean, nobody in the stands either, except for when the Birmingham team plays. Yeah. Then the stadium's got a few people in there. There's been times where I've looked and seen like seven people in the stands, yeah. and you got all these professional athletes out there trying to make it to the NFL. That's what they're yeah, all doing. Of course. And, uh, but it's, yeah, it's it's odd. Yeah. But yeah, I think isn't Jonathan Hayes part of that staff too? I don't know. I thought Jonathan Hayes, Chuck Long, Bob Stoops. I know they did that for at least one year. I wasn't for sure if Chuck was coming back for another year, but no, I meant it's been a while since Chuck has been a full time college coach, is what I meant. Yeah, yeah, because the XFL stuff's not. Maybe that's part of the reason Stoops likes it too. It's not near as time consuming. Well, uh, yeah, I don't expect it to be around. Because Stoops has been gone from coaching for six years now. He retired after the 16th. That's season. amazing, isn't it? And 
he, I'm sure he's had numerous inquiries about jobs oh, that have opened. Sure. And obviously, I think probably almost any college job that has opened since he retired, any job of real substance and prestige, my guess is he's been interested. And obviously, he hasn't shown any interest. And that's what that's why I didn't have him on my top five because it just doesn't seem realistic. His somebody said I was shooting too low for wanting Mark Stoops. No, I was being realistic. I mean, you got to be realistic. I mean, I could have put Urban Meyer, Nick Saban, Bill Belichick. I mean, I mean, but I remember when Hayden retired. A lot of people, a lot of people thought it would be the top five. I mean, they interviewed Stoops, Ferentz, Don Patterson. Chuck Long, and who was the fifth one they interviewed? I don't know. I can't remember. There was one other one I thought they interviewed. I mean, there were, it wasn't like top-of-the-line coaches lining mm-hmm. up for the Iowa job is what I was trying to say. And I don't think... Well, it's that adage where you don't want to replace a legend. I think that's a lot of it. I think it's more in this... I, don't, I think it's more that Iowa's just not... A prestigious job to a lot of people. I don't. I don't think it had anything to do with wanting to replace. But that's your opinion. I don't think there were power coaches. Oh God, I don't want to try to replace. I mean, Hayden was a legend, but Iowa hadn't been good under Hayden when he retired. No, that's right. I don't think that was in play at all. I just don't think that Iowa has the pull to get like a a Nick Saban. Was, no, was not going to go to a place like that. he went to Michigan State as a stepping stone. Was there for just a few years at the time that Hayden. Um, Nick Saban was getting ready. To, he went to LSU. I mean, what I'm saying is Iowa doesn't have the pull of like an Oklahoma or an Alabama or a Georgia or a USC or even a Penn State. No, or we're not elite. That's what I say. That's yeah. what I and that's sometimes why you have to be realistic when you talk about these possible head coaching replacements. Okay, uh, XFL games will be played uh, this coming year. Uh, in Orlando, Las Vegas, and San Antonio. So they're expanding. Uh, so that's different. Houston, uh, Seattle, St. Louis, Washington. So bigger, DC. empty yeah. stadiums. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess they're trying to appeal to different markets. I just, I've never been a big fan of, don't they play in the spring and summer? Yeah. I'm not a fan of spring and Started summer football either. Yeah, I'm just not a to me. I'm done when no, February hits. I'm done with football. I'm ready for yeah. basketball. Yeah, well, that's the problem. Yeah, I just, so is everybody else. Didn't the USFL try to play during the off season mm-hmm. too? Yeah, Trump and Herschel Walker back in the mid '80s. Yeah. Remember they were together yeah. back then, and it just wasn't going to work. Well, it, yeah, and it didn't. I mean, this crap doesn't work. Last year, or whenever the last time they broadcasted NBC, it just. I mean, it was beaten. Three times the viewership on 48 hours than was on the XFL. Well, they just lost their shirt, had to reimburse. Well, think uh, about the mindset from February to April. I mean, yeah. that's NCAA basketball, you know, the tournament and what have you. It's just not conducive to me yeah. to have football at that time. And no. it is interesting why that Stoops has been so involved in it. Like, he seems to think that it can work and. Um, the fact that he's been coaching the XF, XFL, but you haven't seen him even, at least publicly, even interview for any college jobs or no, NFL jobs, no. I find that interesting. I thought, if anything, Stoops might try the NFL. I thought he might try to be the Cleveland Browns head coach, but a lot of these teams, NFL teams now, are hiring coaches like in their late 30s and guys who I've never heard of. They're geniuses with analytics and all this stuff. That's kind of the new wave of the NFL. Yeah, it is. And now the another NFL game was on last night, just on Amazon. The Thursday night games on Amazon all season long. I won't watch any of them. 
I'll miss them all. And then the NFL Network plays the replay the moment the game ends. I'm telling you, they had social media, at least on Facebook, people were so pissed. About the games being on Amazon? Yeah. Well, I, I'm pissed, but yeah. I just, I'm not going to, yeah. it's not going to do, I just miss the games. And I'm sure I'm not alone. I'm, it'll be interesting to see if their ratings drop, if the number of viewers oh, drop. Oh, yeah, it has to. It has to. Well, but the the statistic on the other side is Amazon had their hu- uh, huge influx influx of su- subscribers. Oh, by the, far uh, their the record. biggest the biggest one. Yeah, they, by far. Yeah, but still, well, rating rank, it's viewers will still to, drop. Yeah, it's not going to compete with broadcast now. No, no, there's no way. No, so I think I mean, there's still a lot of people like me. I'm just not going to start buying streaming services so I can it's watch. Just crap. gigantic, uh, you know cash for, well he wouldn't uh, for the, uh they wouldn't uh, offer a bill over a billion dollars a year for yeah. seven years if they didn't have 11, models that showed they were going to make mo- yeah. a lot of money on 11 billion dollars yeah is this jeff bezos uh, yeah. Jeff yeah yeah and he can if, if it doesn't work okay doing darn it didn't work <laughs> damn it what's he worth Karen's Karen's brother seven thousand bezos seven billion yeah man i mean this is a small hell this may be a tax write-off for him who knows but no i just i mean it was it was cleveland and pittsburgh i probably wouldn't have watched it from start to finish but there's going to be a few games this year yeah wish that was on but i'm not going to start doing amazon streaming just so i can watch Thursday night football. No, nope, but neither. the NFL Network, which I do have, the moment that game's over, they play the game again on the NFL Network. So last night it was on at like ten o'clock. What did you say he was worth? I Jeff didn't. Uh, One hundred eighty-two billion. One thirty-five. One hundred forty-five point six billion. There's a guy from India that just recently passed him. <laughs> I read it. I read something on the wire. Some guy from India just recently surged past him. Amazing. Think about that being worth 135 billion dollars. Yeah, that'd be uh, yeah, here. Be right. I, here I'm debating buying two new chairs, <laughs> and not happy about that. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, he owns he owns he owns the Washington Post. I mean, that Washington Post, as big as it seems to us, that's just a tiny thing it's for nothing. him. It's yeah. Nothing. It's nothing. I can't remember. Yeah, Google oh, to see what he bought it for. The Washington Post. You know, people are going. You know, I don't think it's going to make, you know, as long as he owns it. He can do it, whatever he wants with it. Yeah. I mean, I can't remember. And what, he has left, in, in all fairness, he's left the Washington Post alone. Yeah. I mean, no, he, he, he doesn't tell him. He has. Yeah. I don't even know what his political affiliation is. I don't care. I, I couldn't care less. What, who, he paid uh, $250 million. Think about that. <laughs> think about that. I don't know. He's got a political. That's like me getting a bowl of soup at Panera. Uh, and uh, uh, a hunk of bread. Yeah, you get the you get yeah. the baguette with it, or chips, or an apple. That's two hundred fifty wow. million. That's not. That shows you that newspapers have really. No, that's not not a huge. Of course, compared to one hundred and forty-two billion, that's nothing. No, I just thought the uh, Washington Post would have been worth more money. Yeah, me too. I mean, two hundred fifty million obviously is a lot of money, but we're talking about the Washington Post, Watergate. I mean, one of the best papers in the country. That's not a lot of money. So that was one five hundred and sixtieth of his fortune. <laughs> he is a libertarian. <laughs> oh. oh that means he doesn't believe in streetlights, right? Or any form of government? Or any form of any government. Any form of government. Just we're just all on our own, no taxes. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't well, mind that. He's got that part pretty well down. Yeah. I'm getting ready to make a tax payment here in October. Begrudgingly, but I don't want to be hit with a big 
Oh. But he gives mostly to Democratic candidates. Hmm. He's not crazy that much about Biden or, yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's, so he's a libertarian. Well, why don't we take a little break and didn't we'll come back. And, why don't we take a little break and didn't he start uh, though with my, like a, uh, ba- my uh, checkbook? Didn't he we'll start go, with like a book we'll library almost, an Amazon book library? Yeah, it, it was Amazon. It was a that's book. how he started, right? Yeah. It is an amazing story. I mean, yeah, it really for is. Sure. Yeah. And now you see those Amazon trucks driving all over the place. Yeah. God, you have see strings of 25 trucks sometimes. Oh, they're all over the place. Well, the problem is, and very seriously, I try to buy everything local, but there's so much stuff that's not being stocked locally. I mean, we don't, yeah. you know, we don't really have a, a toy store anymore. No. Uh, it's, it's seasonal, you know. Uh, when they put out toys, I mean, there's a lot of families with small children, and you have to get. There's a lot of stuff you have to get from them now. Well, and I had to order vermicelli online. Isn't no, that pasta? nobody carries it. Yes, nobody Didn't carries used vermicelli. Used to carry it. What? Didn't Hybe used to carry that? Used or? to, yeah. I used to buy it all the time. They don't have it anymore. Huh? Yeah. What do you have to get that specifically for? Because uh, I like it. It's just. The thickness is right. He likes to, to say vermicelli. I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like you any... Say, you just say, oh, it's spaghetti. It I like matter. any pasta if it's got the right sauce on it, you know? There if it's got go. really good pasta sauce, so I can eat fettuccine, spaghetti, penne. What else do you have? Mastacholi. I don't like rigatoni. penne. Rigatoni. I mean, don't pasta like doesn't rigatoni. really... Pasta doesn't really have a taste to it. I don't... I don't love tubes, of pasta. Yeah, I don't like that's too. my least favorite. But to me, it all tastes like whatever the sauce. Oh, is. it does, of yeah. course. Oh yeah. yeah. And if you have decent sauce, yeah. And now they have so many choices of spaghetti sauce. When you go yeah. to high, I mean, there's like fifteen. I like the ones that actually. Are there people? There's one like O N O. They want nine ninety nine for a jar of spaghetti sauce. Do people actually buy that? I did it one time. It might be great. I, I bought an expensive sauce, and it didn't taste any different than ragu. Really, it didn't. I think we get ragu. I mean, ragu and pre- I get Paul Newman's a lot. And everyone's but Chan I'll... puts a lot of other stuff in. It. Oh, so yeah, do, but I get the Gino's. I get the Gino's Davalo, the spicy Gino's. I get that, and then I put more red pepper. I want mine really hot. There is, and I. It's not Totino's, but it, it looks like Totino's spaghetti sauce. And they were uh, handing out demonstrations. Was it Gino's? High V. G I N O? No. It was it began with a T. Really? But it it and they were handing it out and it tasted just like Heinz ketchup. I mean yeah, well, I mean it's do. I don't know. I don't have never really I need s- a new uh uh spaghetti sauce, but I can't get uh, You like spicy? I like spicy. I try, can't try I can't G- get hunts. Try uh, Gino's Davalo. It's not yeah? G I you know it's out of Chicago I think Gino's East or whatever. And it's got they got the normal marinara, but then they've got this D I V A um, and it's a hot sauce. It's really, it ain't cheap. It's like five, yeah. six bucks a jar, but it's really good. I love it. I don't think Ann would go for real spicy, though. Yeah. I, I like spicy, but she doesn't. Yeah, that's the problem. I mean, because I like, like whenever I cook for members of my family, like my uh, one sister hates spicy. She doesn't even like pepper. And so I always, she's like, you know, when you're having other people over, you need to think of them and not just yourself when you're cooking your food. I get that lecture. Is that what she well. says? Uh, yeah, because yeah. I'll make the pasta spite. You know, she's, her, she's sweating. <laughs> yeah, she's trying- that's a, I can't do. Yeah, that's I Steve. Can't do and it. that it is kind of rude on my part. In fact, he will sit there with like hot wings. I'll oh, be I across can- the table, 
and I'll start. Yeah, I can eat. I can eat. It. I've been eating spicy hot food uh, for years. I love it. The hotter the wings, the better. Like I did the taste it. Um, we were down when we were down at the bowl game. I did. I made it to the second to the hottest one. I was able to eat a wing, but the time you get to the really hot ones, the t- you're you're done enjoying it. Yeah. All you're doing now is trying to prove how tough you are by because <laughs> the there it comes a point with a spicy chicken wing to where the heat overcomes the taste. It then does. You, then you defeat the purpose. Yes, and I your like lips spicy. start to burn. I like it spicy, but it still has to taste good. Yeah. What's the point? I don't like spicy. How's our break going? Oh, all right, let's do it. <laughs> we'll be back. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from anywhere in the country. 1-800-800-ROSE. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember... For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, Pertine and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are Hertine and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. Hertine and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and HertineandStockerJewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. This is Patrick Eads, owner of Deary Brothers Lincoln in Iowa City. Let me tell you why right now is an absolute great time to buy a new Lincoln. Custom order the exact vehicle you want from interior and exterior colors and a full range of equipment content. Your vehicle, your way. Plus, with an unusually high used car market, trade-in values are more now than we've ever seen before. Stop by Deary Brothers Lincoln at Highway 1 and Mormon Trek, Iowa City. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at souples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Downtown Iowa City's best new restaurant and bar is Players Sports Bar and Grill. From Big Burger Mondays, Tex-Mex Tacos, and a variety of soups, salads, and vegetarian options as well. Players Sports Bar and Grill also features their famous Chicago Dog and the Iowa Dog. 
an all-beef bacon-wrapped hot dog smothered in corn relish, bacon, and ranch. Located at 219 Iowa Avenue, Players Sports Bar & Grill has both socially distanced dine-in and carry-out through Chomp Delivery. Daily deals and full menu options are on the website, playersic.com, or place an order at 319-800-2199. That's 319-800-2199. Players Sports Bar & Grill, great food, craft cocktails, and the ultimate place to watch your favorite sporting event. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Dear U of I, just a note to let you know, if you're ever thinking about selling Kinnick Stadium or Carver Hawkeye Arena, please consider Hawkeye Title and Settlement. We're here to provide efficient, high-quality real estate title and closing services. Signed, Hawkeye Fan Forever, and send. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement. Whether it's a large commercial property or if you're buying your first home, remember, we're here to help. Hawkeye Title and Settlement Services of Iowa City. You'll love our team just like you love the Hawks. Henry's Painting in Coralville is your premier source that offers free estimates, fair pricing, and quality work. Owner Henry Herrera is an Iowa City West alum who uses only Sherwin-Williams products for his projects. With cooler weather upon us, it's time to consider interior repaint jobs for your home or business. Find them online at henryspaintingcontract.com, on Facebook, or give Henry a call at 319 319- 333-9796. Henry's Painting. They don't cut corners, they paint them. Hi, this is Bill Eichstring of the Oxyoke Inn. Especially now, all of us need a little comfort. The Oxyoke has been offering comfort for over 80 years. From our signature recipes, quality of food, and family-style service, to historical ambiance, a return to the Oxyoke is like a warm hug with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. You can still order curbside carryout, including our famous pies to go, and take the comforting taste of the Oxyoke home with you to share at your family's table. Visit oxyokin.com for hours, menus, reservations, weekly specials, and gift cards. From our family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyoke Inn in the heart of a man. From the Hurtine and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtine and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. It is.
is going to be cool and showery today. We'll be mostly cloudy with a few off and on showers throughout the day. Today, our high right around 60. The wind out of the southeast at 5 to 15. We'll clear out tonight, 51 the low tomorrow, sunny and a little warmer, 77 the high tomorrow. On Sunday, mostly sunny, breezy, 72. Going to keep fall-like upper 60s to low 70s. Plenty of sunshine rolling through most of next week. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Currently, it's 54. KCJJ Weather, brought to you by Plum Supply. Plum Supply, kitchens and baths, your home never looks so beautiful. And uh, Pepsi dropped out of uh, sponsoring uh, the uh, halftime show of uh, Super Bowl. Really? Yeah, and uh, Apple Music uh, is taking it. So. Well, it makes more sense. Yeah. Really? I imagine. Well, it's a lot of money. Yeah, I imagine oh, that's why Apple Music probably just outbid them. Yeah. I would think. So, well, Apple well, Music's got some cash. Yeah. <laughs> We're back. We are back. Hawkfanatic.com. Back better than ever. I would like to thank Brian Val... I can't put... Valakoulis. Brian Val... Valkulskis? Valkulskis. Brian Valkuskis, a lawyer up in Sioux City who also has yeah. his own radio show. He's the one who sent me this. Valkuskis, that's how you pronounce okay, it. Okay, I didn't look at it. Thank you, book. Brian. There's a little note in there. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I did their radio show last week. Um, he does a radio show in um, Sioux City and it focuses on sports, but we went off on a little Tommy Bolin tangent because he's a big Tommy Bolin fan, and he's the one who gave me Johnny Bolin's contact information. Ah, cool. So i got to reach out to Johnny. I meant to do that. Um, I'll reach out to him now. Next week, I'm, I want to have Jamie Morris on one of our shows to promote the Iowa-Michigan game. We'll have Don on Monday. So I may do Tommy the week after, or Johnny the week after, because I don't know if the, the Friday. Illinois week? Well, I mean, with it being Michigan week and whatever, I don't know. We'll see. But I'm going to reach out to him. But, no, I thank you. I appreciate this book. There's a, there's a lot of great info. There's a picture of him, his last Thanksgiving at home in Sioux City in 76. Because he died a month later. He died in December 76 down in Miami Beach. So, yeah, there's a photo with him and Johnny and the par parents. And one thing with Tommy that I've read is, unlike a lot of parents back in that, they embraced his music. Very supportive. They were very supportive. They were like, if you want to drop out and they don't like your long hair, you go do your thing, you go do your music. And he was, he was very close to his parents. And they really helped him. And, you know, it just ended way too what soon. What if he turns... Uh Turned you down like the council's turned. He told down. Brian that he would do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, he already said he would gl gladly do it. Um, but like I said, I still got to figure out the right time to to do it. Councils didn't turn me down; they turned you down. They were. In <laughs> you, do you think you could have talked the councils into getting on here? You think we blame yeah. it on Captain? I don't think I would have taken the time. To <laughs> <laughs> she was insulted. So you're basically saying you don't care enough about the councils to even care about bingo reaching out to them. Bingo. What about hair? You what like to sign hair? Um, at the time. What, 50, stupid. 60 years ago? Uh -huh. That was just stupid. Didn't it come out in like 68? Yeah, 68? I hated it. I didn't like hair. Wasn't it a movie or something? It was a movie. and It, it was, was a, a Broadway play. play. A play. Did you guys yeah. see it? Mm -mm. No. Hunter, did you see hair? Yeah, they were nude on stage at the... Yeah. Who, the, the cow cells? No, no, the the actors and the actresses. Why? 
Because it, it was groundbreaking. Yeah, it was a groundbreaking thing with the hippies and stuff. And but we don't. And it was freedom. Yeah. Okay. And they were naked. Were what if they were ugly? Huh? Still naked. All right. Still naked. Yeah. So. Yeah, the pictures. Well, were, I guess I'll never. I'll, I will never watch I, hair. The song though was just annoying. Was the woman hot at the time? What the, woman? The Cousel's sister? Yeah. I have no idea. What are you going to look I for? I imagine young? so. You're going to look for young Cousel photos? Yeah. All right, let's go back to the... No, I'll bet she, she was was hot. Let's go back to, to um, Sports? I mean, the Iowa game tomorrow. Um, turnovers are obviously going to be huge. She was underage, so it's really... <laughs> well, here, we'll let him... Yeah. Okay, I'm done. Did you find a photo? Yeah, but she was like, you know, well when they 15? were when they were doing their popular or, song, she was like twelve. 14. Yeah, I mean, yeah. God, you're like. Yeah. A, I guess I don't remember the very well. Stalking like on the internet. No. <laughs> I just I thought that they were older. Well, the, she's no Susan Day, if that's I, what you're saying. No, but I used to have a bigger crush on Shirley Jones. Did you? Yeah, I well. thought Shirley Jones was hotter than Susan. Day. Oh my God, no! I did. No, I was a student. No, you liked the uh, day because she was she, pouty lips. I'm saying you yeah, put them both. Very you put them both at 20 years of age. Shirley yeah. Jones was much hotter. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm Shirley Jones by then was in her 40s. I yeah. mean, and but she still. But God, that was a stupid show. <laughs> the Partridge Family. That was as dumb as it could get. Did you guys watch that? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh God, I never watched. Yeah. Because of Susan Day. Well, we watched it when it was new. You had reruns. Yeah, I mean, I thought Marsha Brady was hotter than Susan Day. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha was was good looking. Jan. They got worse, though, as they got younger. Marsha, Jan, the Cindy. Jan's me. Yeah, she doesn't want to talk about the only thing that makes her relevant. Yeah. I love these people that did one. That'd be like Jerry Mathers saying, no, we're not talking about Leave It to the Beaver. Okay, well, but I've heard he's not like that. No, he was in here. He was great. He was great. Yeah, I uh, liked him a lot. Yeah. A little slip of a guy. It's like yeah. Billy Mummy not wanting to talk about Lost in Space. Yeah. I mean, you know what you want to talk about? The one episode he was on the Rockford Files? Billy Mummy's a good friend of Max Collins, and I, I that's how I got him on the air. And he goes, yeah, I like, I love Halloween when I wrap myself up and tell people I'm a mummy. <laughs> it's movie, by the way. Hello. Good morning, fellas. Good morning. Uh, Pat, I want to tell you I really enjoyed your article on the five coaching prospects. Thank you. I, I think you really do a, a great job with those kind of articles. Um, in, in your discussion about who's available, I, I think there is, in this is my opinion, I think there's a certain hierarchy of coaching positions. Um, you know, you have, I, I think, the top 10% are the blue bloods sure. mm-hmm. of the world, the Alabamas, Georgias of the world. USC, and then Oklahoma. you've got 10% at the bottom that, uh, you know, the New Mexico states, the Colorado states, where it's always going to be very hard to, to win. Mm-hmm. But right underneath those blue bloods, I think there's a, uh, a category of teams that are traditionally in the top 20 mm-hmm. or um, – go to bowl games on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. And I think Iowa fits in there. Oh, yeah, I could see that. And I think, and I think one of the other differences now, uh, as opposed to certainly when Hayden was hired, and even now when uh, Kirk was hired, is you have two conferences that have the haves and everybody else that have nots in terms of money. Mm-hmm. So when you go to look to hire a head coach, 
one of the important things for a head coach, I would think, is what kind of resources do I have available to hire the best assistants, the best offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, young staff? Mm-hmm. And I think the Big Ten and SEC have positioned themselves but just about everybody in those two conferences is going to be very attractive to up-and-coming coaches or established coaches. Oh, I agree. That's why I would so take. I think, I think the Nebraska job is better than Arizona State because Nebraska's in the Big Ten. If you're in the Pac-12 right now, you don't know what your future no. is. Uh-uh. And I'm with you. I think that's one of the things that may – I think Iowa's job is more attractive now because it's in the Big Ten as opposed to like having a loyal fan base. I think Iowa being in the Big Ten makes it a lot more attractive than – I mean, right now, wouldn't you – would you take Iowa or Oklahoma State as a job? Oh, sure. I'd take Iowa yeah. because of the Big Ten affiliation probably more than anything. And then, in, the, in the same way, does a coach like a Matt Campbell need to really take a look, you know, from a career standpoint, um, if I have an opportunity to go to Nebraska, um, is it too good an opportunity to pass up at well, this point? Well, that's a good question, and I think if Matt Campbell ever did make that move soon, it would be because of com- – I think the biggest factor would be conference, conference affiliation. affiliation. I think his biggest concern would – I don't think it would be uh, Nebraska's just a way better job than better to live in Lincoln. I think it'll just be securing his future – by going to a conference school, by going to a school that's in a conference that's way more solidified. I mean, the Pac-12 and the Big 12 are both, I don't know what's going to happen to them in three to five years. Yeah, and, you know, I think, I take Kevin Warren and his word, is they're not done expanding yet. No, I don't so think they are. That I... just puts everybody else in, in limbo. And, and you're, you're, um, I hadn't thought about your candidate from Lake Forest, but after having read about it and the, the limbo that I think the ACC's in, that makes a lot of sense. Then. He probably would be uh, attracted to entertain an offer from an Iowa or a Big Ten school. Oh, without question uh, he would. I mean, even though the ACC's in pretty good shape, I could see Dave Clawson, let's say Tom Allen doesn't succeed at Indiana, I could see Dave Clawson going from Wake Forest to Indiana just because of conference security. I mean, it'll be interesting yeah. to see what happens. No, you bring up a good point. I mean, Iowa is in a very good position because it's in the Big Ten more than anything right now. And then there are some assistant coaches out there of, of, of high profile, like, like Venables who got the Oklahoma job mm-hmm. this past year. But um, Dave Aranda was uh, a highly thought of assistant coach before he got the uh, Baylor job. And then the other coach out there right now, I think it's on a high – um, awareness is Jim Leonard at Wisconsin. Yes. Uh, yeah, he's going to. He'll be the next, right? next Wisconsin. Coach. I think he'll be the next the Wisconsin. I think he'll be the next yes. Wisconsin head coach. Yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Or I could see him going to the NFL too. He was he played a lot of years in the well, NFL. He did. But I I mean, Paul Christ is younger than I am. I mean, he still has time. But if they start to shift a little bit towards mediocrity and have any more for. Lost five lost seasons. I could see Paul Chris being out of there, and I think Jim Leonard would be promoted right away. The thing I don't know about Paul Chris, and, and maybe Tom, you know from your friends in Wisconsin, mm-hmm. has the Wisconsin fan base really bought into Chris? No, not really. Uh uh-uh. Just like they haven't bought into the Greg Guard either. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, in yeah, fact, Greg Guard does continue to win, but um, in yeah. fact, the Wisconsin people that I talk to are are, are convinced that. Uh, Wisconsin football program is going down. And there are signs of it. And Chris is not a very dynamic personality. No, he really isn't. He's really boring. Remember that Droopy the dog? Yeah. He kind of sounds like him. 
true. Dude. So if, if, if there's a, a, a 5B, <laughs> if I could add to your list, um, would be a consideration would be um, Matt Rule. Um, North Carolina, the, the Panthers head coach, mm-hmm. it's not really working out there, but he did a great job of building that Baylor program back when it was in com- complete. Well, and he did good a job at Temple too. Possibly, and don't take the. I just don't think. I don't think Matt Rule would come to Iowa, but maybe if he gets. But I'm not sure if he fails at Carolina, which he's in danger of doing. Would Iowa fans want a fail an NFL coach who just got fired? To rep- what do you guys think? I don't think so. Uh, That's an interesting name, though. But you have to admit, a little bit of the luster's rubbed off on him because he, he hasn't really had that much success in the NFL. But you're right; he did a great job at Baylor. He did a great job at Temple. Yeah, and Nick Saban failed with the Dolphins. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, Nick Saban did, but he also did. Nick Saban failed, but he didn't give himself enough time. He just realized, I can't control things the way I want to control things in the NFL. This isn't going to work. I think Nick Saban. And he probably had more equity before he took that job, too. Yeah, I think Nick Saban just realized that his mean, overbearing, intimidating personality wasn't going to work with 30-year-old men who were making millions of dollars. It just wasn't going to work. And I think he was smart enough to realize that. I'll give him credit for that. Yeah, and, and lastly, uh, I would love Phil Parker, but do you, do you think Phil Parker would take a head job at Iowa? Yes. Time? Yeah, when we asked him at Media Day, I thought he was going to say, you know, guys, I'm not interested in being a head coach, and especially now I'm almost 60. But no, he said he has not ruled it out. I think Phil Parker would – I mean, if Iowa – if Kirk retired after this season and Iowa went to Phil and said, hey, it's yours, we'll give you $6 million, I don't know how he would not take that job. I'm not sure they would go to him over LeVar Woods, though. I think LeVar Woods got a couple things working to his advantage. One, number one, he's 15 years younger. Well, we don't know that he'd be successful either. Well, we don't know if either one would be successful. Uh-uh. I mean, yeah, I mean, neither one have been a head coach, so we'll see. I, I mean, to me, Mark. I kind of agree with you on that, Pat, I, 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 on, on that. I, as great as Phil Parker's done for Iowa, I kind of agree with that. That would be a. Uh, a young, energetic coach uh, to, to get behind. Because I don't think LeVar is going to stay much longer. He's building up too good a reputation. Well, and that's why I had LeVar ranked ahead of Phil on the list. I mean, he's 44 years old. He's entering his prime. And he's shown that he's a good recruiter. And I don't want to make it a race thing. But I am going to make I didn't mention that in the column because I didn't want to go there. But Sorry. it's not going to hurt that he's black either in a state where you don't have a lot of blacks. And... In a sport where you need a lot of blacks, I mean, can you imagine playing Division One football without black players? Yeah, yeah it, it, well, exactly. And, and uh, but uh, I think again, thank you for um, that article. Oh, thank you. It spurred a lot of thought, and and I enjoyed it. All Keep right, it thank up. you. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. Yeah, that's what those articles are for. Discussion. That was a good discussion. But yeah, I didn't mention the race in the article, but it's always there, and I do think that in some ways. Helps Lavar, I, I do too. But I do well, think in some places that he, in some places it might he, hurt him. Yeah, it, I think the fact that he's uh, younger—that's a bit more than being black. Being, I black. think yes, I think being 15 years younger yeah. is a bigger deal than being black. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hey, do you, uh, can you see a scenario where we bring like an offensive coach in, like the guy from Lake Forest, and offering Phil Parker a nice raise to stay on as defensive coordinator? Um, I think that would be ideal. I mean, bring in a coach like Dave Clawson, keep Phil. Well, yeah, but Phil's already making what? What one point two? He, Phil's it? yeah. I mean, maybe you're saying maybe bring in a coach and then give Phil up to two million. 
I mean, that would be interesting to see how Phil would handle a coaching change if he wants the job and isn't given the job. I don't know how he would react to that. Because there's no reason for him to say in the press conference, no, I'm not interested in being a head coach, when his stock has never been higher given what our offense is doing and what he's been doing for the last several years. You know? Yeah, no, I think that was Phil's way of saying, you know, I'm, I'm still out there. And he would have to be given consideration for the Iowa job if it became available in the next one to three years. Much Anything beyond that, then he gets into his 60s, I think his age would be worked mm-hmm. against him. I haven't heard any, and you can tell me differently, has there ever been any discussion of uh, – of him interviewing for a head coaching no, job anywhere? Never seen it I anywhere. Heard it I'm yeah. guessing there's been Mac schools that have reached out to him, but if he was the head coach at a Mac school right now, those guys don't even make a 500,000. They make between like 250 and 500, I think most of them do. It would be a huge yeah. pay cut. That's Brian Ferentz's problem. Brian Ferentz is making almost a million dollars a year. Any type of job that he could maybe land land at be at, half or would be less. half or way two thirds less. Yeah. All right, go on. Thanks. Wow, the flurry of just good breakdown. Let's get back to looking up Jeff Bezos' incomes. (laughs) God, I turned you guys on today, and you're talking about some guy sniffing someone's underwear. Well, that's That's news. news. (laughs) (laughs) It's not real important news, but it's news. It's news. He was arrested. It's news. This is not. I just don't care. This is it's not important Chicago. to him and the the gal that lost her yeah, under trousers. Stealing people's underwear and he's uh, sniffing them. Yeah, I'm not getting that. So does he sniff them the... before he steals them, during or after? No, I think uh, both. Yeah, all. Yeah, he's... clean or or dirty. Whatever. I don't think the guy. Uh, you know, hey, these are uh, dirty. You don't think he distinguishes or... between clean and dirty? Well, how do you distinguish? You don't know how they oh, washed it or anything. Fruit of the loom, my yeah. favorite. Yeah. What I think you, there's a way to distinguish. I'm not going to go into well, detail. Well, there's a way to but I'm not going to go into but detail I mean, on the radio. I don't think it's it's this, that complicated. This conversation's making me nauseous. I mean, you brought it up. I know. I turned you on today, and you were talking about like it was like huge breaking news. Somebody sniffing. Somebody <laughs> you want from us? We're in Iowa City, and you know you're going to try to get that person on. <laughs> Yeah, as a guest. He comes out here with... That'd be his one phone call. He comes out here with, like, underwear on his head. <laughs> That's what's happening here. But That's no, the, all I'm saying. The Phil Parker discussion, I mean, the reason I did rank LeVar ahead, though, was not not because he's black. It was because he's 15, he's 15 yeah. years younger. I mean, that makes a difference. 44, LeVar. Yeah. Phil is at the edge of his prime. LeVar is entering into the meat of his prime these next 10 years for lavar yeah i don't see lavar sticking around let's say kirk's here for another five six years i don't know if lavar will be still be a special team i don't think so i wouldn't think so Uh -uh. i mean he's making good money don't get me wrong but there's other opportunities out there now i did see somebody i can't remember somebody in the iowa media was at leistikow tweeted that lavar would be a good candidate for arizona state and he listed because he played down there. And I maybe I'm wrong, but I can't imagine LeVar Woods is a real hot topic down in Tempe, Arizona. And she wouldn't think he so. He played in a field football there 20 years yeah. ago. He was uh-huh. not a star. And I'm not, I think LeVar has done a great job at Iowa. Don't get me wrong. But do you think to a, a typical Arizona State fan, they'd be they like, would say, who? who the hell is LeVar Woods? Yes. I yes. think that would be the case. I, 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 did, I, I can't remember who. I, if it wasn't Chad who tweeted it, then I'm bad. But somebody tweeted it. And I just, I, to me, it just seemed like a reach and just kind of like, I don't want to say looking for attention. Because, but that's what Twitter is. 
You're looking for attention, aren't you? Twitter? I'm looking for attention. When you're on Twitter, are you what are you you're looking for inequality and attention yeah. <laughs> in that order. <laughs> Cuz then once you find the inequality, that's when you want the attention. Cuz you're going to get rid of it. You're on this earth to rid this earth of inequality, right? I don't like inequality. Shooter? I don't like inequality at all. Hunter loves inequality, don't you, Hunter? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what I do love is that uh Caramel corn and yellow cheddar mix. Yeah, why are you bringing that? Oh, my God, that's so I good. I can't eat anything, and I can't drink anything, and you're bringing that. Why don't you just talk it was good. about so is it how just sitting in a bucket? a cold Diet Coke would be like. So or just... how good the pizza was last night. <laughs> so is it just sitting in a bucket, and you guys are all just freehanding? No, it's a little bag. We're getting some KCJJ caramel corn. So they're each ones are in separate bags? Yes. Oh, that ain't. That's for you guys. That's pretty good. I mean, that's about as germ-free as you can get here. Each individual bags. Well, except we're sharing the bags. Yeah, we're but... sharing the bags. <laughs> oh, God. Well, it's there. What are we supposed to do? Oh, you know, I just, I just. I don't. am seventy-three years old. <laughs> I have, I have lived like this my whole life. And you know life. what's going to eventually kill you? Germs. Yeah. Your body's going to finally be like, we can't keep Something this fight up. Something is eventually going to kill you. Here comes somebody else's skin shaft down you know, his... Honest to God. Something's going to kill you. Well, this is true. Yeah. Yeah. But well, you, you, does it need to read germ jar, though? I mean, germs? Something that's easily avoidable? Okay, what would you rather have? Germs kill you, but you're mentally okay and everything? Or a massive stroke? I'd probably rather have a massive stroke and just go then as opposed to slowly dying. Well, what if you, well, what if you don't go? Yeah, what if you don't go? Well, you didn't say that. Then you're a veg. That would suck. Yeah, but that's not what you said. You said a massive stroke, but you didn't. And you don't know that these germs aren't keeping us alive. They may be, but it's still disgusting. Where hands go around this place and then they go into the same jar, I just don't get it. I've kissed Jim Hunter a, on the lips. I'm just at a loss for your guys' reluctance <laughs> to accept the dangers the of dangers. germs. It was a long time ago. <laughs> Did you? You know where the hands go in this place. Are there any place. tongues? <laughs> no, no tongues. <laughs> you kissed Hunter on the lips? The hell? Hunter? Yes. <laughs> I need more than yes. What, what's going on? Is that why you got this job? <laughs> I just, I will never understand the germ jar, guys. I mean, we can debate it to the end and... Do you think I'm like pleasuring myself? I've seen where hands go in this place. That's part of my argument. I've seen hands go places that they don't need to go, but they go there because we're human. I could perform surgery with these hands. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 No, I just and like I said, I'm a germphobe. I my family used to tease me all the time as a kid because I was so weird. My sister would touch my milk glass and make me cry. <laughs> or when mom wasn't looking, they'd show their food in their mouth when they chewed it, and then I'd start crying. Or they'd, like, touch my chicken breast with their finger and then put their finger in their nose. That's the stuff I grew up with. Your family sounds mean. <laughs> yeah, they really do. I mean, they my, were mean All of you. them. My one sister was, like, 11 years older than me, so she was, like, 17, and I'd be, like, 6. And she'd always eat her dinner first, and then she'd spend the rest of the dinner terrorizing me with germ stuff. But they loved to show the food in their mouth when they chewed it. See, I don't like that. Well, that they did that because they knew me. I would react, and I'd scream and cry. And... Well, who does like it? Yeah, that, I mean, people that chew with their mouth open, I just want to I was really weird, though. I, I hated milk, but every once in a while, my mom would make... 
And but I would only drink milk if my mom poured the glass for some reason. Because like I said, I was a weirdo. But then my other sisters would touch it before I would drink it, and then I would scream and cry. And my dad would just shake his head and be like, "Jesus, why'd we have children?" <laughs> stuff like stuff like that. And then my mom would be left to deal with it. So would you drink the milk? No, then? I would not. No. Whatever. <laughs> well, no, I was. I've been. Remember when I told you the story about when I came home drunk when I was living at home after yes. call and my she mom put sour milk. sour milk? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people thought that was mean. And a lot of people were right. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Taught me a lesson, though. <laughs> well, okay. That's when she wanted me. There was about a six-month period after I graduated when I was in between jobs before I moved up here where I was living at home. And they just wanted me gone. They just, I mean, they loved me, but my, you see a lot of now, it seems like with millennials, you see a lot more kids going home to live with parents. That's true. That was not in the books with my mom and dad. They just, they loved me, but they just didn't want any of us around after we were done with college. That was their prerogative. And mostly we were all gone. But for six months I had to stay there. And when I broke their rules, she was pissed. But no, I admit I'm weird when it comes to, I'm a germaphobe and you guys aren't. No, No, I'm not. You guys aren't. I'm not worried yeah, I, about it. I'm an obsessive hand washer, so. Yeah, I wash my hands all the time. I'm like a raccoon. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. I wouldn't share anything with a raccoon either. A 73-year-old raccoon? Yeah, a 73-year-old <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> kind of ratty. <laughs> yeah, ratty I saw fur. some. They showed some picture of some guy who had killed a massive alligator. And the alligator, they estimated, was like almost 80 years old. Wow. And they had it up, strung up. Why? I don't know why. Why would you kill an eighty-year-old alligator? Well, know. it was alligator season. You can. There. Uh, I. Yeah, I, but I, I don't. Why, I, why kill an alligator? It was like thirteen feet long, and when they said it was, they estimate maybe eighty years old. You know why I kill it? I didn't understand that. Do they, I don't do know. Do you eat the? Uh, uh, yeah, is alligator can, good? Uh, supposedly, yeah. What part? All parts of it. I've had alligator meat. And, I never have. I've and, tasted it. I've tasted I'm it. I'm pretty. I don't really it, like to go. It's gamey. Yeah. I don't really like to go outside the lane much with meat. I'm pork, red meat, and chicken. But I mean, I'll eat salmon every once in a while. I don't. I don't know. I don't get the, the, some guy uh, years ago would uh, call up and want uh, I and uh, and Anthony to go out hunting. Anthony was a good. I'm not going out hunting. I mean, how the hell does Anthony go out hunting? Well, he could go out hunting. Why couldn't he go out hunting? Well, wouldn't it have been really hard for him? To... Why? No, I don't think so. Did he? I, was he in a wheelchair or did he walk? I can't remember. No, he walked. He walked? Yeah. But yeah. it would still probably not be easy for him. I mean... He would be uncomfortable after a day. What, as yeah. 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 I mean, he, he's many not, wasn't a hunter, and I'm not... A, I understand conservation hey, and I all this. No, people want to hunt. Yeah. That's their business. Yeah, that's their business. I just felt sorry seeing this alligator tied up but and I, being displayed. I don't... Mm-hmm. I was getting a bunch of, you know, I, I feel bad, too. I feel bad. There's when, a lot of people that hunt to eat and live. That's how they, yeah. that's, you know, they well, kill. That's one thing. Yeah. Yes, that's I, one thing. I but. understand that. No, I'm, I think we're all, we all kind of have the same opinion. Yeah. I'm not. But for like, uh, God, I hate to bring it up. You're going to bring up the Trump kid? Yeah. They just go out and, and they kill things for the hell of it. Well, they drive just, up to it in the same. It's yeah. not even hunting. Yeah, it isn't hunting. And then they show some big, and beautiful I, elephant, and they have it. No, I don't yeah. like that. I don't, and care you know, seriously, I don't care if it's Hunter Biden the, doing that. With the, yeah, I don't. Hunter Biden's out there yeah. on crack, hunting, hunting down animals. <laughs> but, I mean, I don't like that. No. Well, we got a law that's changing in January that you because they want to make 
the AR hunting rifle in Iowa, uh, Reynolds, so they're going to let you hunt with an AR starting in January. Deer hunt with an AR. Well, first of all, there goes the meat. I mean, when you realize that the AR is what killed the children and they had to identify yeah, doesn't that kind of take the sport DNA. out of it, too? Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, and the bullet goes two and a half miles. Bullet can go two and a half miles if mm-hmm. it doesn't hit something. No, we definitely have a deer population problem. I mean, oh, God, yeah. when I go on my walks, they don't even. Yeah, but you can, you know, you can take a hunting rifle and. and the problem too is deers have become so domesticated they don't even run for. Or me a anymore. bow, you can do it with a. You don't need an AR to kill a deer. But a lot of deer don't even run from you anymore. No, nope. they just stare you down. Hey, what yeah. are you looking at? I get a lot of. Yeah. What are you looking You're at? You're looking at, at Charlie Jack. You know, they keep walking there, slick. That's well, what the deer say to me. We had uh, the germ jar uh, airing it out, oh. and the deer was eating uh, some out of the germ jar. Yeah, out of the peanut butter pretzels. Yeah. And then right after you and just go right in, in there, here. right? I brought it right in here. And we started eating. I almost bought a big thing of peanut butter pretzels, but I didn't. Those are the ones that are unwrapped, it. right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Those are the ones that you guys just yeah, rub and caress. Need, and, with, uh, yeah, because we, we don't need it. No. Why don't you need it? Just bad calories. A lot of calories. And you can't stay away from it. No. I was figuring by cutting back, I was probably drinking 20 to 40 ounces of pop a day. That's not, that's easy to do with a. um, It's real easy to do. And I got to, I got to figure I'm probably saving between 25 and 3,000 calories a week just from not drinking regular pop anymore. The first couple days I missed it, but now if I need a carbonation cold water fix, I just drink Diet Mountain Dew. It's got 10 calories in it. It doesn't, and it doesn't taste that well to where I want to continue drinking it. So I am kind of weed myself off it, which yeah. I needed to do a long time ago. I mean, do you drink regular pop at all? Not for 30 years. You don't drink regular pop at all. You just no, drink Diet Coke, right? Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I used to drink it a lot. Yeah, that was been my vice, though, is, is Mountain Dew for the caffeine and the carbonation, but there's a lot of sugar in it. So I'm cutting back. What time's your shot? You can have water, can't you, Steve? 2.30. You can have water. It says don't eat or drink. So for how long? I don't get the whole thing because when we left, again, Mercy, they told told us, because Jan asked, you know, I'll I'll drive him, and, and they said, no, you don't need a driver. And okay, so I thought, well, I don't need a driver. Uh, and they never said anything about eating or drinking. And then when I looked, I looked and said, you know, what should you do before you get an epidural? And they all say, don't eat. And I mean, article on article. So I didn't just take one source. Uh-huh. Don't eat or drink. For, for what, eight to 12 hours. hours? Six hours. Six hours. And you need a driver for 24 hours. That's, that's what every right, source I went to. So they never told me that. You know, and if I wouldn't have looked that up last night. Well, when I went for my physical, I had forgot. They never told me not to eat or drink for eight hours so they could do my blood. I did half my physical the first time, but I had eaten. They did everything else, and then I had to come back a week later to do the blood because then I knew, okay, don't eat for. So, yeah, but I didn't know that off the top of my head. I mean, now I'll probably remember. Yeah, anytime you get your blood taken, they don't want you to do anything for, I think it's eight to 12 hours. Mm-hmm. No food. I think you can have water, right? just no food. Hello? You know who drinks 25 to 40 ounces of gravy a day? See, I thought he was going Reynolds and he went Henson. Yeah. 
You Just know, he, I'm not going to ring the bell. Because you guys are starting to get a soft spot for well, Ashley Hansen. You don't it. drink gravy. You eat gravy. So I can't give him a bell on that one. Well, if you're going to be a stickler. For- I am. I think there's a soft spot for him for Ashley Henson here. I'm going to walk in here someday, and she's going to be out there on the violin. No, she's a trumper. Yeah. Is she still, like I said, I don't pay any attention to her. I did see a Liz Mathis commercial the other night with the cops saying, hey, she's not defunding the police. She's for the police. No, I know Liz Mathis, and she's not a leftist. You know, first, well, she's for the Green New Deal. There isn't a Green New Deal. No, there's not enough Democrats that are for the Green New Deal. Yeah, and there isn't one. They act like it was passed. There isn't one. (laughs) No. You know, and I mean, no, she's basically... She's down the middle, and she could even weigh a little toward the Republican side. That's Whereas Henson is just far, 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 right. far right. Far right. Is she? Yeah, I don't see So, I mean, it's, yeah, but I mean, and I'm. My guess is Henson wins, though. I mean, there's just more concern. There's more Republicans in yeah. the state than Democrats. Yeah, I think so. I mean, isn't it, isn't it like 60 well, 40? Somebody said, your $5 could help Tajir win. I could give them. I could give them five million dollars, and Jeff, she's not going to win. Jeff Bezos could donate in there. She's not going <laughs> to yeah, win. Yeah, she's I not don't. My win. guess is she'll be lucky to get thirty percent of the vote. Don't you? Yeah, about. Yeah. Hello. You know who weighs a lot on the Republican side? <laughs> he came back strong. You dissed him, and then he fought back. <laughs> and he was rewarded with the bell. And that was another Henson shot. So he's, he's sparing Kim Reynolds today. <laughs> it's early. Actually, it's not. We're at 1030. No, we're, going, that, we're going to about 1035, and then police reports. Yeah, police reports. And then you're out of here at 11? I'm out, yeah, as soon as the police Did you see the Iowa baseball out. team played an exhibition game last night? And they beat Mississauga, Mississauga, thirty-two to was one it? in fifteen innings. Yeah, thirty-two to one in fifteen innings. Why play them? It's an ex- It's to get playing experience for everybody. Iowa's pitchers, I think I read where Iowa's pitchers pitched the last three innings for both teams. I mean, it's a good way for Rick to evaluate his staff. I think they use like seventeen pitchers. It's just a good way to kind of have a scrimmage type atmosphere but obviously there was it was a mismatch 32 to 1 yikes and Keaton Anthony his first bat of the game grand slam to right field man <laughs> he's he's going to be well he already is he stays healthy he's got a chance to have a great junior season hello hello uh, great show today you know Steve when you get done with your appointment you're going to be chugging diet coke like Kim Reynolds chugs beer no see no you're not that no. didn't work no I'm letting you guys just callers know I have nothing I mean, to do it with wasn't the judging. Terrible. I was no. First of all, it wasn't beer. She, does she not <laughs> drink she beer? Chugged. What did she, she chugged? And what did second, she chug? Uh, it was harder stuff. Ooh, she doesn't have any time. Would she laugh at me drinking uh, Miller Lights? Uh, uh, yes. I'm sorry. He's trying to glom on to the other guy's stuff, and it's so you're saying working. be original, start your yeah, own he's like, legacy. He's like the Kirkland brand of fake, uh, fake Ackerman. Rodeo Bills, yeah, Rodeo Bill from Aldi. He's like Rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> and he said he loved this. He called it a great show. He called this a great show, and I appreciate that. I do too. I do too. But um, um, let's go back to the football game. So you're still sticking to seventeen ten. Still sticking to seventeen ten. And Captain, you were like what, sixteen to nine or something like that? 
No, I was uh, 14-10. 14-10, okay. I'm sticking to 5-2. to two. And if it is 5-2... Seven to, safeties. If it is 5-2, <laughs> that game would get a lot of publicity, but for all the wrong reasons. For all the wrong reasons. I mean, 17-10, to 10, nobody will pay attention to it other than the people directly impacted by it. Right. But if it's 5-2, to two, it's probably one of the lead stories in college that, football. It, and everybody indeed. making fun of both teams, but especially Iowa. Yep. I mean, you can still go around... On the internet, a lot of people are using Iowa as sort of a punchline or almost a verb. You know, there's there's such a laughing stock their offense is right now with so many of these national people that like to just take cheap shots anyway. And there's only one way to change that. Yeah. I mean, they put up 31 points against a good Rutgers defense, and then and that stuff will start end to, of narrative. Because I do think Rutgers defense, now they haven't really played anybody. I acknowledge that, but some will say that really Iowa hasn't really, other than Iowa State, um, they haven't really played anyone. And Iowa State wasn't very good. No, and they think. lost Iowa State. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that kind of works for both teams. But I, the jury, to me, is still out on Rutgers, especially if, if neither one of these two quarterbacks can go, I just don't see Iowa losing. I just can't see Rutgers scoring enough points to beat Iowa's five points. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Let's say Rutgers pulls off the upset. What's that look like then going into Michigan week? Not good. Bleak. Not good. And I don't think a lot of people would call it a major upset right now because Iowa's offense is being is perceived as being so poor. I don't think it would be a major upset nationally. I think we would all consider it to be, but I don't think it really would be. No, and we don't know how good Michigan is either. They've played terrible. They have. They Thanks. have. I'm not confident about the Iowa-Michigan game. Like well, I was certainly not. I, I picked Iowa to win 21-20 to 20 before the season. But now I, when I do my weekly pick, because those picks back then were then. Now this, I've, uh, it's still a fluid situation. I'm probably picking Michigan. Well, I don't see Iowa getting 21 points against Michigan. Do you? No, no, and I'm not sure if it'll be interesting to see if they can hold Michigan to 20. Yeah. Hello. Hey Pat. Hey what? If Iowa let their pitcher pitch for both teams, could Michigan let their quarterback play for both teams? You're not going to give him that one. No. I don't me. get it. He's saying that he doesn't want Petrus to play. Oh, that's not funny. Yeah. Wow. It's kind of mean. Yeah, no. that was mean. Yeah, you called too many times. That was just mean. Mean yeah. to Spencer? Spencer's yeah. a good guy. Yeah. I get what he was saying, though. And well, he called too many times. Who did? Fake Ackerman. He's called three here in the last okay. minute. Okay, yeah, give it up. Did he call before I came in? Yeah, give it up. You should do a like a uh, a numbers game. Like they get five a five a morning. They're not getting. I don't want five a morning. No. How many do you want? Uh, what if they were all great? Well, yeah. What if he? Well, what are the odds? His offense is worse <laughs> than ours. So you're saying Ack, fake Ackerman's offense is worse than Iowa's? Yes. Yes. That'd yes. be lame. It should be like uh, the replay rules to the NFL. If he blows the first one, he doesn't get another one. There you go. That yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, then there's only pressure on the first call. Then. Well, the three of the calls he's made, you only gave him one rim well, shot. Well, that's all he deserved. Well, we can adjust it. The first bad no, call and he's done. No, you lay it down. I'm accepting it. Okay. First one fails, goodbye. You're so, done that day. Yeah, so, so that puts a lot of pressure on that first now? one. Yeah. Huh? You're intercepting me? Is that what you just said? No, I. what did I say? You said I'm intercepting you. I'm not intercepting I you. I don't know. What did I say? I think you said I'm intercepting you. you guys Why need would to, I say that? You said, you said this, and I'm going to intercept you. Do you guys need to be left alone? What does intercept I mean? I don't know what I 
say? This is what happens if you don't eat or drink. What did I say? Well, you can go back and listen to it after we're done. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to listen. Who and figure to out why you would have said something as inane as that. <laughs> not, intercepting could mean I a lot need, of different things. Yes, I need my Diet Coke. Well, you can't have it yet. I am jonesing. You have four more hours. Don't what part that. of the body do they give that shot? Your what arm you or your Jones? butt? You're going to argue with your neighbor? No, back. in my back. spine. Your lower back, lower back by your butt, right? Right above? My fourth lumbar. Okay. Which and, I, is close to your butt, but I, it's not right there. It's and what not, does this shot it's do not for? at the crack. How does this shot help you? It will uh, alleviate the pain. Okay. I haven't got time for the pain. You're not the king Carly of Carly Simon reference. Also, a got time for, that's a good song. Yeah. I like that song. How about King of Pain by the police? Yeah, King yeah. of Pain. Yeah, that's yeah. You don't sound like you're the king of pain. <laughs> no. That's how I know that song. What? I haven't got time for the pain. It was like an aspirin commercial. Yeah, yeah it was. But that's still, that's one of my that's favorite Carly Simon songs. <laughs> Have you ever met Carly Simon? No. How about Paul Simon? No. Simon and Schuster? Yeah, yes. I Simon says Sh- go snow. Schuster. How about Simon? You know, that has a... Just a second. Wasn't that the third string Rutgers quarterback? Yes, his last name is Simon. I'm trying to remember what his first name is. Um, Simple? Um, his first name is... Give me a second here. Evan Simon. Yes. Evan Simon, his quarterback rating is 139.9. That's pretty good. It's good but he hasn't played a ton. Let me, and I'll give you Petrus's now. Just say, what did you guys have for dinner last night? Polly Ice Pizza already set. Oh, yeah, right. tuna melt. I like Suter's dinner better. It was delicious. I got tuna be, melt was good. If I eat tuna, it's not going to be cooked on a, a toast. I like it, but I don't mind tuna every once in a while. Well, you ate healthier than Suter did last night, Captain. Yes. Is that preparing you for your big shot? Trying to be as healthy. Yeah, I ate healthier eating something that was. Uh, in a fry pan with uh, mayonnaise. Petrus's <laughs> rating is 88.2. <laughs> That's about a 50-point difference? Yeah. Petrus uh-huh. is 37 of 77 with two interceptions, 48.1 percentage, 376 yards, one touchdown, an average passing yards of 125 a game. That ain't good. No. As much as I like Spencer, I'm willing to admit he better – I mean, if he lays a major egg here and they lose – I would almost think Kirk would almost have to give Padilla a chance, wouldn't he? Just- you know, honestly, I think it's more likely that Spencer hits at least one long one this week because they're a little bit susceptible in the secondary. Oh no, no they're not. No, they're not. Their secondaries. Their their secondaries really good. Seriously? Yeah, they I got. I five, read that they got five returning starters. They got five returning starters, and it's really hard. I mean, it could end up being the weakness of their defense, but right now, I mean, they got. I mean. Let me read some of these. Aaron, one of their starting safeties started 45 games. The other starting safety was their MVP last year. This cornerback, um, what's his name? Um, Max Milton. Because um, they've been great against the run. I mean, like a, a well, one yard per carry. Yeah, but I, a lot of that, too, is I, I don't want to get too wrapped up in how bad or good their stats. They haven't played anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wagner, they beat him 66-7. to seven. I mean, it's really hard to do position comparisons this early in the season because neither teams you really know a lot because they really haven't played anyone. But like I'm saying, though, the, the most experienced position on Rutgers' team is the defensive backfield. Ugh. And But that Rutgers wasn't great last year. But what I'm saying – well, here, let me – I'll read. 
Yeah, I thought I, I read where there was some question marks I mean, there. their best stat right now is rushing defense. Yeah. By far. So, yeah, I'll give you that. The, I'm just not ready to say that their secondary is a weakness um, just because of so much experience and because really nobody's done much against them at all. But, uh, again, you got to go back to the, to the um, opponents. I don't think Boston College is going to be very good. Okay, defensive backs. Kaysan Abraham recorded 10th career pass breakup at Boston College, 2021, named MVP defense, earned first-team All-Big Ten by Pro Football Focus, totaled 44 tackles with three tackles for loss, recorded nine pass breaks up, sealed the win at Illinois with a tackle for loss on fourth down. That's, That's, that was their MVP. That, that was their and, uh, here's another. They have they do a 4-2-5, so they start five defensive backs. The most inexperienced is Desmond Igbenusan posted seven tackles in first collegiate start at Boston College. Didn't play much last year. Christian Eisen, one of their starting safeties, owns 237 career tackles with six games in double figures. Led the team with 10 stops at Boston College. 2021, named honorable mention All-Big Ten in the media. Totaled 75 tackles with nine for loss. Had at least five stops in 10 games. Had four pass breakups. 2020, honorable mention All-Big Ten after leading the team with four interceptions over the that's their. This, so those are their two safeties. That's their, their other safety. Here's um, Robert Longerbeam, notched first career interception and sack at Boston College, added second pick in as many weeks against Wagner. 2020 collected a team high ten pass breakups, tied for seventh most in the Big Ten, totaled 30 tackles with two forced fumbles, recorded four pass breakups at Northwestern. It goes on and on. Jesus. And then, okay, their cornerback. Um, Max Young, Max Milton, recorded two pass breakups with 1.5 tackles for loss at Temple. Registered fourth career pick against Wagner. 2021, led the team with three interceptions with one pick, totaled 28 tackles with two block, with two for loss, added six pass breakups, a block punt, and a fumble recovery, named fourth team All-Big Ten by Phil Steele. That was as a true, as a freshman. And then here's Avery Young, first on defense with 48 games played and 45 career starts. That's their other, owns 251, I like how they say owns tackles. Oh, yeah. Owns 200 51 tackles, 28th most among active FBS players, with eight for loss, 21 pass breakups, two interceptions, and four four forced fumbles. Has over 3,000 snaps of collegiate experience. 2021 claimed a spot on the All. He's a transfer. He mm-hmm. he tra- he's transferred in, but he's t- he's played um, he's played a ton. Um, what is this? Earned a spot on the All ECAA defense second team. Had at least seven stops, recorded two seconds, pass play, forced fumble. 2020, named honorable mention All-Big Ten after leading the Big Ten with three forced fumbles, totaling 58 tackles with 3.5 for loss and three pass. I mean, no, their secondary is loaded Sounds with experience. impossible, doesn't it? Well, it's still Rutgers. I know that's kind of condescending to say that. As great as those numbers sound, they weren't very good last year. No, they weren't. So we'll see. I mean, I'm just basing it on what I've seen from the Iowa offense. Right now, I'd give the Rutgers secondary an advantage over the Iowa passing attack. Oh, Now, indeed. I also gave the Iowa secondary a slight advantage over Rutgers because, you know, you can say a lot. I mean, Riley Moss, a ton of starts. Kayvon Merriweather started 15s, appeared in over 30 games. Riley Moss is the reigning Big Ten defensive back of the year. And the other thing with Iowa is their two newcomers, Quinn Schulte and Cooper DeGene, are playing great. Yeah, Cooper DeGene's having a great, great season. Cooper DeGene's doing as well or better than anybody for Rutgers right now. So I gave Iowa the slight edge because when I'm doing these comparisons, I'm comparing Iowa secondary to Rutgers secondary. Which one I give? I gave Iowa a slight edge despite all of Rutgers' experience. But... I'm not overly confident that Spencer Petras is going to be throwing darts and, and shredding their secondary. I hope it happens. I would love to see Spencer have a great road game and just get some momentum going. Well, we could sure use it, couldn't we? With that, for that, but also for him. I, yeah. I just would like to see him have some success and just be able to exhale a little bit and 
not worry about the pressure. And I think playing away from Kinnick is going to help him. I think part of the reason he maybe does a little better on the road, part of it's competition and um, less pressure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he can exhale on the road and get away from the, the – because he knows that the fans that he's playing in front of, they want him to struggle. They don't care what he does. I think there's an extra pressure on him when he's playing at home because he tells us that he doesn't pay attention to the stuff, but he does. He's human. He always tells us that. But remember what he said after the bowl game. Remember we had that on video. He talked about how rough it is on his parents. You you can't completely ignore. No. The, you just can't. No. And like I said, I just hope. I mean, plus, you know, we need Iowa needs to build some momentum. They need. They don't want to be two and two going into Michigan. No, because if we get to two and two, then you have to start looking down the line, saying, "How are they even going to get to bowl eligibility?" Well, exactly. Uh, two and two, because then you know you're they're more than likely they're going to lose to Michigan and Ohio State. There's four more than likely, and then Minnesota, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Illinois. Purdue. Nebraska, I'm not as worried about Nebraska right now, but that's a long way from now, though. We don't know what's going to happen. Purdue, that's another one. Yeah, no, it's this is a big game for lots of reasons, but for what you just said, if you dig yourself an early hole, man, it's harder to get to that six wins, and six and six is going to go over like a turd in a punch bowl. I mean, it's just not yeah. – nobody's going to embrace a six and – I don't think seven and five goes over very well this year. No. No, not after a ten win season. No, I wouldn't. Think I just so. don't think seven and five goes will go well twenty four years into a run either. No, I and not that. I think in some ways that works against Kirk. Sometimes he's been here so long. I think people say, okay, you're still here. Then we need to play up to a level of expectation with you in your twenty four season. I'm not saying that's fair, but I think that is part of the perception too. So, like I said, I've got Iowa winning this game, but would not be surprised at all if they lost. Not at all. Well, I think that about sums it up. So you wouldn't be surprised either? No. If they lost. I would be surprised if they got beat like 28 to 3. I don't see that. Oh, that that would, I would be shocked. I would be, I'll be stunned if Rutgers scores over 20 points. Oh, I would be shocked. This is the last phone call. What if it's fake? You've got, he's got the, what do you call those? Drumstick. I'm ready. Hello. It's not, it's not fake. Um, (laughs) So if Iowa goes seven and five, could you make a statement that maybe Kirk stayed here too long, like they said with Hayden? Well, I'd have to see more than just seven. Well, Hayden and five. got a lot worse than that. Well, Hayden went three and eight his last year, but I, um, Hayden went seven and five in '97. That was a bad year. Maybe that was the writing on the wall. Hayden also had health issues that complicated his situation but seven and five would not go over well. But no, I don't think you could use that narrative because right away the Kirk supporters could say, guys. He won 10 games in two of the last three seasons before this, and we still had a winning run. I think that would still be the near. Now, let's say they go 7-5 and five this year and they go 6-7 and seven next year. Then that's when well, I would that's, say. That's a pattern. That's when I would say, okay, maybe it's time to step down. But we're not there yet. Thanks. Yep. We're not there yet. I, like I said. I, I know you're, you're not going to like this, but 7-5 and five in Music City Bowl, where a lot of the Hawkeye fans can drive down to. Uh, uh, I'll be there. Down to Nashville. I think that'd be great. I, I I do too, but it still doesn't erase seven and five. No, it doesn't. And if you go seven and six and lose that game, even Nashville wouldn't look as good then. And then, but you go eight and five with a victory, you know. And that's fine, but a lot of people eight and five is just not going to do no, it. No, that's true. And I'm not saying that's fair, but that's just reality. Who's that? Who's yeah, on the phone? I don't know. Some spam. Crap. Spam? Yeah. Yeah, I've been getting a lot of that lately. Yeah. Hey, a MediaCom came out, and man, they went up and down my block. Because they did acknowledge that the amount of interruptions that we're getting, they think they found two things that were further away 
and they think that may have been squirrels had had kind of eaten into something to oh. where condensation came in. That's possible. So they yeah. think they may have figured out the problem. Yeah. And I'll tell you, the guy who came out, man, his name was Zion. He worked his ass off, and he gave me his personal number and said, "Let me know anytime your TV goes out." I'm like, "Really?" Oh, I'm like, cool. I mean, you don't accuse me of stalking. And he started laughing, but it did go out a little Doesn't briefly. explain my $40 <laughs> increase. No. No, that does seem, I think you may, are you talking about for you or your business? Well, my, mine is my business. You should take, you should um, ask them for a promotion. Mine went up to 323 and then I threatened to leave and say, this is ridiculous with all the bad service. Now it's down to like 230. They took a hundred, I did a promote, they call it a promotion. I think it's basically their way of keeping you. As a client, they well, they, I'm going to call them. I won't call them today, but I'll call. No, them. that's a significant increase. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Anything else, Pat? Um, is anything else? Um, men's basketball. Well, they got that thing on the 30th downtown. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, but we've got we've got other shows to where we can we can yeah. we can help yeah, promote. Yeah. yeah, I think that's just a chance for these guys to make some money off their image, and that's fine. Yep. And to interact with fans. That's what the that's what nil is all about. That's what it's supposed to be about. So, yeah, no, no, tomorrow's game. What time does it officially well, here? It's Six it, o'clock. It is right at 6? I believe so. Let's see. Well, yeah, it's 7 p.m. Rutgers time. So, yeah, 6 o'clock, and it's on Fox Sports 1. That's channel 861 on Mediacom, right? Uh, I don't know. I have direct TV, so. And 828 is the regular. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, Fox Sports 1, which means it's going to be a long. Yes, it does. Uh, and it's going to seem even longer because there's going to be a lot of punts. God, and then I got Jordan Kanzeri and Jovan Johnson doing a live instant reaction thing with Rob probably at like 11.30 Eastern time after the game. But um, people like those instant reaction podcasts. But if Iowa loses, I, it's, going to be, it's not going to be good around here. No. No, it's not. And people will give up on the mission game, don't you think? But Kirk's the kind of guy. Watch you him. never know. Watch him lose to Rutgers and beat Michigan. Oh, it's, I, I, it wouldn't be the most Iowa thing it ever. It really would be. So, all right, everybody, have a good Friday, and we'll be back tomorrow morning. All right, hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free. <laughs>